and welcome to Theology for Millennials podcast. My name is Eric Marvin, and I just happen to be a millennial, and I'm excited about discussing with you all the different theological topics and doctrines uh, over the course of this podcast. So stay tuned. Welcome to episode zero titled An Introduction. I'm so excited that you have decided to tune into this podcast and join me on this journey as we discuss theology. Uh, the purpose of this episode and the reason it's called episode zero is uh, it just is, we're just introducing uh, the kind of the purpose and the mindset of, you know, kind of why I even wanted to do this podcast in the first place. But I also would like to share with all of you listeners a little bit about my backstory, because I believe that in order to really understand a lot of the theology and the beliefs that I hold and the values I hold on to, in order to really understand those, you kind of got to know where I'm coming from. Uh, some of these uh, things I share with you today uh, hopefully resonate with some of you. And for some of you who are listening, you might hear this and it might be totally foreign. And that's okay. But at least you begin to understand a little bit more about who I am personally. And then as we go through, um, you know, throughout each episode, you'll, you'll begin to see why my theology is the way it is and how it ties a lot to my story as well. So that's one of the things I want to do uh, with this episode. Again, uh, episode zero titled An Introduction. So first off, just real quick, I want to share with you why start this podcast in the first place. Well, it's really very simple. Uh, I myself am a millennial. I'm 31 years old, currently living in Mesa, Arizona, and I do work as a, a pastor uh, of a large church, uh, Central Christian Church here in Mesa, Arizona. And one of the things that I am incredibly passionate about and have been for a very long time is studying and then teaching and preaching um, theology and doctrine from the Christian from the Christian worldview. Uh, I believe it's incredibly important. I believe it's something that helped, uh, you know, that that will shape uh, all Christians. Everyone is participating in theology in some way. Uh, I love how. Um, I think it was Charles Ryrie in, in his book, Basic Theology, who in his introduction, he said, uh, listen, everyone is engaged. The, the minute you talk about the divine or anything spiritual, you are engaging in theology. And so uh, what I see, though, I, I believe that to be true. But what I see currently in culture is I see this movement away from theological discourse and more towards incredibly practical. Now, that's not always a bad thing. Uh, we can't always, you know, a lot of times theology, you hear that word and you automatically assume all it means is having a uh, deep understanding of biblical knowledge. And that's not actually an accurate description of theology. Truly, theology is, is thinking about God and then articulating those thoughts with your words. That's all it is. And so when you engage, even in practical discussion, you're actually engaging in theology, but we just don't think of it that way. And so what I was seeing in my experience is a, a, an increasing amount of discourse based on practical uh, social issues, uh, po political issues, cultural issues, and people were engaging this, but they weren't tying it to the theological issues that were at play underneath all of it. And I just, I see it as a huge miss. I really feel like if we could include the deeper theological and the Christian doctrines that, that are kind of, you know, at the foundation of all these questions and all these issues, we could really begin to have a much richer conversation, uh, especially um, with, uh, within Christianity and within the church. So why start this podcast? To do exactly that is to engage in the theological 
side of all of these discussions. Uh, w- things will get practical. I plan on doing that. I, I don't I don't pretend to be some sort of you know other uh, <laughs> type of uh, out out there type of theologian who's just going to blow your mind away with you know crazy facts and big words. I am not that at all. In fact, I plan to talk very plainly, uh, down to earth, uh, because the truth is I don't have all the answers. I'm still on a journey myself, still learning a lot of these concepts myself. Uh, but the idea is to engage in conversation about theological issues and then tying them into uh, social, practical, uh, cultural, and, and possibly even political issues as well, because I think they all can tie together. So that is the point for this. Um, uh, again, it is uh, directed at the millennial generation. And I, the, only reason, the main reason I say that is because of myself. I am a, currently a millennial. And uh, so I speak from that perspective, but I believe that what we talk about in this podcast can also apply to Generation Z, which is coming up after us, and the generations that are before us as well. This hopefully will apply to everyone. So, um, so hopefully you listen in. I'd love for you to join in the conversation and, in, and engage with me in this discourse and uh, also join me on this journey. Now, a little bit about myself. Um, my life uh, has been, I'll say this, in, very, in a very general sense, my life has been really, it's been really good. It's been amazing. I am a blessed individual. Uh, I was born uh, and raised in Illinois to two amazing parents, uh, Ted and Kim Marvin, and love them very much and have an excellent relationship with my parents to this day. Uh, in fact, what's really cool is, uh, so I grew up in Kankakee, Illinois, where my dad uh, actually worked as a student pastor there. So he was in the ministry. Now, the interesting thing, so if you're a pastor's kid out there listening, uh, hopefully you can relate to this. You know, growing up as a pastor's kid, uh, there, it, it comes with challenges and it comes with uh, things, that, you know, difficulties and obstacles you have to overcome. But here's what was another layer of that for me is not only was my dad a student pastor, but he worked at the church where my grandfather was the lead pastor. And so uh, it, it added an extra layer of uh, of of complexity onto that because not only was I the pastor's kid, I was like the double pastor's kid. So I also went to the Christian school where my uh, my grandfather actually started it and my dad graduated from it and I graduated from it. All my siblings graduated from it. Uh, I'm the oldest of four. And so, man, we were deeply involved in church and I cannot remember a single time in my life where um, I have not been a part of the Christian faith or talked about Jesus or understood biblical concepts. So it's, it's been rooted in who I am ever since I was born. So that's where I grew up. That's where I, I kind of spent most of my life up through my high school years. Once I graduated high school, I ended up moving away to college where I went to college at Pensacola Christian College in Pensacola, Florida. Now, if you've ever heard of that, you've probably heard all the crazy, crazy rumors about Pensacola Christian College because at the time, in 2007, when I was, you know, going to co- going away to college, uh, Pensacola is was incredibly strict and, uh, as a lot of people put it, fundamental, conservative, uh, strict college. Uh, there's there and and there, and part of it is correct. There was a lot of rules. There was a lot of um, standards by which you had to, you know, you had to agree to to go to the college. Uh, but here's the thing. It actually was a good thing in terms of this. It, it helped me develop a lot of doctrine and theological views that I hold today. And here's why. I, I love, don't get me wrong, love my family, absolutely love them. And they did nothing wrong. And um, well, I shouldn't say they didn't do anything wrong. I'm sure they made a few mistakes here and there. But in a, in a general sense, they did nothing wrong raising me. 
But when I got into college, a lot of what I believed, I would say this, I believed it because I saw my parents believe it. And that's true for a lot of millennials, and that's true for a lot of Christians, especially, who have grown up in the church, is you look at your parents, you see what they believe, and you hold to those values because they hold to, only because your parents hold to them as well. And what I found is when I got to this college, I began to realize I don't actually know why I believe some of these things. I didn't have evidence, right? I didn't have data. I didn't have convincing arguments that I had put together through research and study and time. I I really, all I had to, to go off of was, well, I know my parents say this is the right thing to do, and that's why I'm saying it too. And so this this college, as strict as it was, as fundamental as it was, there were people there that really began to challenge me on a very on a very fundamental level of why do you believe that, Eric? You know, what what is your reasoning behind why you hold to that viewpoint? And and I tell you, I, I really struggled through that for a few years, but it was so good for me in the long run because I was really able to develop a lot of uh, good uh, viewpoints and not just develop them, but actually understand why I was holding to those views as well. So ended up moving away from there, uh, finished my college career in Arlington, Texas. Uh, I, I transferred to Arlington Baptist College, which was a small college, which is a funny story. I'll tell you that some other time on some other podcast, that story of how of why I moved to that college. Uh, ended up finishing there, got my Bible degree, and then I ended up getting a job uh, as a student, I'd say as a student pastor, even though that wasn't my official title, I worked as a student pastor on a large student ministry team in Austin, Texas. Now, what's interesting is if you were to, you know, basically uh, compare the two, my experience in Pensacola and my experience in Austin could not be more different. When I was in Austin, I was challenged by so many people that thought way differently than, than the people I was being challenged by in, in Pensacola. It was the complete opposite, where Pensacola might have been overly conservative. Uh, the folks I was being challenged by in Austin were overly liberal, right? So <laughs> two opposite sides of the spectrum. But man, it was good for me, and it was good for my development. And what I found was it was something I, I really needed. And so it's cool how if I look back on my life, I can really see how God used both of these environments to really shape and mold me and help me understand why I believe what I believe. So I worked in Austin for two years, ended up meeting my wife, uh, not in Austin, but we actually met online. Another funny story that I'll share at another time, how my wife and I met and dated. Uh, But she had lived in Baltimore. Well, uh, um, uh, some time went by, we ended up getting married. And uh, shortly after we got married, we uh, had to move to Greenville, South Carolina. And so we moved to Greenville. The main reason being uh, my wife is a physician and she uh, needed to do her medical residency there for three years. And she got uh, she got matched and assigned uh, to Greenville, uh, the, the Greenville Memorial Hospital System uh, there in in the city there. And so we moved and it was that was a pretty difficult for me because one of the difficult things was is uh, when I got there, uh, I was I was unable to find work at a church. And so for a year, I really struggled with that. And so, again, another layer of my development of going a year without being able to pastor at a church, you know, being told no many, many times by many different churches. Uh, I was too inexperienced. I was too young, all these different reasons. Uh, but it was hard. Well, I eventually found a church that um, did want to hire me on as a student pastor, and I worked at Mount Airy Baptist Church in, in uh, Piedmont, South Carolina, for two years. And it was a great time. I was able to develop a lot of my skills. 
there. I was able to do a lot of teaching to the students, and it was a great time there. But we knew after two years there, when Amanda was done with her residency, uh, we really did know that we weren't going to be staying in South Carolina long term. We knew that we probably should be moving closer to either my family uh, or my wife's family. And so just it worked out to where we were able to move back to Arizona, which is where my wife is originally from. Uh, and we were able to, uh, I was able to find a job at uh, the church that her uh, family had gone to for years. And she was able to find a job as a physician uh, in the uh, Mesa area. And so we settled down in Mesa, Arizona, uh, decided to have two kids while we were here. And I can't tell you guys how exciting it's been over the last couple of years. I've now been working at this church. I'm coming up on my third anniversary working here at Central Christian Church. And it's been a really great time. And I've had a lot of uh, fun doing that. So um, now you kind of know a little bit about who I am. And hopefully you can kind of understand that I have really been in a lot of unique places. I've experienced a lot of diverse viewpoints, a lot of diversity of thought uh, from fundamental college to liberal, you know, downtown Austin to Southern Baptist to non-denominational out here, kind of as I see it on the West Coast in Arizona. Um, it's, it, I really kind of run the gambit of all these different worldviews. And it's really helped me develop a lot of you know, the theology and the doctrines. And, uh, and I begin to understand why I, you know, uh, have better reasoning as to why I believe what I believe. And so I hope that, uh, I hope that encourages you that I'm not just coming from one simple perspective. It's not like I've grown up in an echo chamber my whole life and only have one viewpoint. I've experienced quite a bit. And so uh, I don't pretend to know everything or have all the answers, but I have experienced a lot of different viewpoints. And I hope to bring that to the table as we begin to discuss theology. So in closing, as we close out this episode zero of Theology for Millennials, um, here's the thing. Theology, I'm, I'm going to go back to this, and I just hopefully I explain this well, and I want to make it as simple as possible. As I said before, theology is thinking about God and then articulating those thoughts using your words. And the reason it is so important, and I cannot stress this enough, is uh, if we are we are gradually moving in the direction of relativity. What I mean by that is this, is not a lot of people know why they believe what they believe, but a lot of people feel like they know what is true. And there's a difference there, right? There is a difference between uh, knowing what is true based on evidence and data and what you have seen and researched and studied. And there's a difference between that and feeling like you are right. And what I would like to do is challenge anyone listening to this to not simply look for that feeling, but to look for the evidence, uh, to look to research and study and to begin cultivating uh, rich and, and deep understandings of your convictions and you know, begin to, to begin to seek out absolutes. What, is abs what do you know to be absolutely true? And then ask yourself, why do you believe that? And so that is what I hope to do uh, through this podcast. Next week, we're going to start our first episode. And normally when going through uh, theology systematically, most theologians start with God. Uh, and we will definitely get to that. Don't, don't worry. We will talk about God a lot. But uh, next week, I actually want to start with a discussion about us, about man, about humankind, um, us as a, as a species. And the reason is because of this question. The question is probably the biggest one that a lot of people wrestle with is, um, 
What is my purpose in life? Or it could also be asked this way. Why are we here? Why are we actually on this earth? Why do humans exist? And so we're going to discuss that. We're going to dig into the theology behind man uh, and that doctrine. And I'm really excited about uh, what we're going to learn together. Okay. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to Theology for Millennials. This is Eric Marvin, and I can't wait to talk to you next week.